Lord, we pray your blessings on this message and those that are listening. I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. The title of the message is Needing God. It's from Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 through 8. The theme of this message is for us to find purpose and understanding in our lives and to see a glimpse of the wonderful God that we serve. You know, Isaiah was called of God to bring a message of repentance to the people of Israel. It came at a time of great troubles. So Isaiah was speaking to a uh, rebellious people. Now hear me when I say this. I'm, I'm not comparing the coronavirus now with what Israel was going through. We have our own problems today. I'm not saying that the, the virus was sent by God. I don't know that. But I am saying that God has a word for us today and he, he does care about us. So, so how do you rightly know God? Well, how do we know what purpose we have so we can understand it and do it? Well, let me say this. The only true way to reason with God is God speaks and you listen. Then pray that God will give you uh, understanding. It happened in Israel, and it's happening today, that people have lost their reverence for God. They've lost their respect for our country. You see what's been happening. They care more about what others think than what God thinks. They've they've watered down his word and have cheapened it to say what they want to say. So why would God have have to write the Ten Commandments? You know, and the reason he did is because man had drifted away from him. We need some guidelines and some uh, direction in our lives, so God did that. One thing we have to remember, we were created by God to worship him. But many would rather uh, exalt themselves, I guess you would say. But listen. We are to lift up the name of Jesus. We were created by God to do his will. We were created in his image. And God is trying to speak to us. We say, well, what, God? I can't hear you. But when a crisis hits our lives, we say, God, where are you? Studies show that people are only listening about 25% of the time. The other 75% of the time, they are thinking of something else or waiting to talk. That's why James says in the scripture, be slow to speak and quick to listen. Now, I know we need to listen. I know about sin in the world. I know about the fallen nature of man. I know that man's heart without God is evil and to understand free choice. But remember, he knows your heart. He wants you to express your hurts to him. Also, he'll never 
You will never understand God until you put your trust in him. God said, my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Now you have a point of view, but God has the whole view. You're not smart enough. You're not wise enough. You're not skilled enough to understand the big picture. I think some are probably just too smart for their own good. They analyze everything and they trust nothing. You have to trust God. You know, Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll direct your paths. We're trusting him. He wants you to understand this, that he can see in the dark. God knows what you are up against. God sees the big picture. We do not always have to see. God will safely land us where we need to be if we will let him control our circumstances. And that's what he's trying to say in Isaiah 6, verse 1 through 8. Here's what it says. In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, lofty and exalted, with a train of his robe filling the temple. Seraphim stood about him, each having six wings, with two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called out to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds trembled at the voice of him who called out while the temple was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me uh, with a, a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, and your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is forgiven. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. So, 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 so God's got everything under control, and he wants to use us, uh, as part of the control. Some folks have thoughts of God being uh, the judge. He'll be the judge one day, but he is a God that loves you and he cares for you. He's a God of mercy, a God of love, a holy God. We cannot escape the fact that God is holy. We will never find our purpose or know God until we realize that we need God. Until we see him high and lifted up and holy. The Lord said we would have some stormy situations in our lives. 
You know, the devil wants to sink your ship, your family, your church, your marriage, anything that is, is dear to you. Pop your balloon. Get you discouraged. But listen here. What Paul said over in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, beginning in verse 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart. But though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentarily, light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. And this is important. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, the things which are not seen are eternal. So the only way to keep a broken vessel full is to keep it always under the tap that we would be basically what he's trying to say filled with the Holy Spirit all the time now understanding is hard trusting is hard you need some answers ask the Lord if you don't get answers then trust the Lord Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord, for the trust that we can have in you because we know that you're in control. Even though things uh, are in chaos right now, uh, politically and things going on in our capital and all this stuff going on, uh, we don't have any control over that. But we pray that you would straighten out our nation, straighten out our people, bring our politicians together, be a nation that we're supposed to be so that we have people that realize that they can trust you in all things. Thank you for blessing, for all you do for us, and for your, mainly for your word that comforts our hearts. We pray in Jesus' name with the forgiveness of our sins. Amen.